What up, nerds? TJ and Scott here for the Raising Nerds podcast, talking about our favorite nerd topics and how raising little nerds of our own is better than being a bounty hunter. Although, sometimes maybe not. <laughs> how you doing today, Scott? Doing better than any bounty hunter. <laughs> I don't know. I think Boba's doing pretty well. He got some, looked uh, good. Oh my gosh, he looked so good. <laughs> it looked amazing. I, I loved his suit put together. Did you? Yeah, I did. Oh, I thought it was... Shiny. Yeah. Oh, well, this episode is interesting because there's no Baby Yoda in this episode. Absolutely nothing. Did you... How did you feel about there not being a Baby Yoda? Well, I, I was fine with it. I mean, love Baby Yoda. Adorable. But it was... You know, Baby Yoda is captured at this point. And I had a, a thought that I was actually talking to my wife about. Yeah. About this, whereas... I know there were rumors about uh, Pedro Pascal having kind of being a little upset that uh, Baby Yoda kind of stole the show. Yeah. And I wondered if this was kind of a compromise to that, where it was, all right, we're going to give you an episode that features you more than we normally see you. And not only that, but well, there's no Baby Yoda in it at all. So this is really kind of all focused on... You know, Din Jared. This is so. I wondered if maybe that was them saying, "Look, you are important," and or you know, if you stay, we'll do an episode where <laughs> you know it's focused on you. Gotcha. More. I uh, yeah. I heard the rumors about his his freaking out, and somebody tied it to how the show was going to change after the first four episodes that suddenly the next four episodes it was going to be very different it was going to mm-hmm. feel different and when i think back to what the first four episodes were and then moving into the next four uh the second half is the ahsoka episode yeah which definitely didn't feature the mandalorian as no, much as it did the ahsoka. other characters and then uh well suddenly i can't remember any of the episodes all right and then Tython. Well, the next one, yeah, is Tython. And he gets taken, and then the Believer. And it's like, why? Like, I, I don't yeah. see a difference. Yeah, I, I don't So either, I think but... that rumor was totally, totally bogus. But I d- there definitely was a, was a problem. Yeah. Um, from the trades and stuff that I listened to, they said that, yeah, he has an issue, and they were able to resolve it. That's good. So it's like, well, what do you mean by that? <laughs> yeah, I know from what I heard, he's doing more just the voice, not so much in the suit, which hmm. he's not in any of the actions parts of the suit anyway. No, even uh, just the stuff with uh, blasters and stuff, apparently, yeah. he's not even part of that. Yeah. Because there's a weapons guy, then there's a martial arts and guy, martial arts and guy. then there's Pedro Pascal. Yep. So basically, any action is the other people. Yeah, that's fine. So oh. yeah, it's. I don't care. <laughs> I re- I really think they're quite seamless now. Yeah. I don't really see a difference between the characters. Mm-hmm. Whether, I agree. Whether his, you know, whatever suit he's in, or <laughs> whoever's in the suit. Whoever's in the suit, yeah. Doesn't make a difference, really. Nope, not to me. But that's just me. Mm-hmm. So, um. So what did you think? Uh. Uh, what did you think originally of Mayfeld? In the when series? I first met Mayfeld, you know, I thought this guy's kind of a bully, kind of a jerk. Oh yeah, you know, arrogant, um, very, 
I'm trying to think of the word. Just like Very full trying of to be, yeah, you know, kind of trying to be funny, but not really so funny. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, he de- definitely self-assured. Yeah. <laughs> definitely his own character. Um, he's he's a lot like Bill Burr, you could say. Yeah, he could. <laughs> Where he doesn't really care what other people think. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good. <laughs> but he comparison. protects his reputation above everything else. Yes. Um, like when Mando says in uh, Chapter 6 that you know, he was an Imperial sharpshooter. He's like, that's not saying much. <laughs> He's like, hey, I wasn't a stormtrooper. Yeah. You're like, yeah, stormtroopers have notori- notoriously horrible aim. Which we actually see in Chapter eight. 8. It's 8, Chapter 8. Right at the beginning of 8. horrible troopers. at it. It's... <laughs> They couldn't hit the so bad. can on the ground. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? What are you even doing? Yep. Although... Well, I guess they had... Did they have the officer's blaster? They did. They so, do They do have the little mini scout blaster. So, I mean, maybe not that's as, why. Probably not as accurate. And I noticed that all of the really hyper sniper accurate blasters are very long barreled. Yes. And so when you have a little snub blaster like that, my guess is that it's it's like using a pistol. Yeah. It's it's hard to hit stuff. Although that was horrible. <laughs> yeah, they definitely were horrible. So Yeah, he I don't know. I felt like he got what he deserved, I guess. I did like his third gun. That was really cool. Yeah, you like the the robot arm gun? I yeah. thought that was interesting. I didn't know why he had it. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's kind of interesting, but it's like what what's it for? Does it help that much? Does well, it really? It must if he has it. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, I didn't think much of him in the first episode, but mm. when they said he was coming back, like, of all the characters that were in that episode, I'm like, really? Not gonna bring back Sheehan, or... I was excited for him, because I did like... I liked the opportunity to understand maybe more of him, you know? The others in, in you know, that episode were... seemed less... to have less depth. Of any of them that would have depth, it would be Mayfeld that had the depth. That kind of makes sense. Because the Devorian, he's just big. Yeah. Dude, the droid is a droid. And he's incapacitated. Yep, still on the razor crap. Oh my gosh, he's gone! Yeah, he is gone. I didn't even think about him! He's blown up. Holy cow! Uh, Zero, he is is vaporized. Yeah. That character will not be returning. No, I don't think so. Wow, that's a, a hidden death. Yeah, that's true. I didn't <laughs> in the Mandalorian that. that we didn't know about last episode. That's, <laughs> that's really true. funny. I hadn't thought of that. There he is. I just kind of stumbled on it there. Yeah. That's cool. But yeah, he's gone. Uh, the brother. Oh yeah, they're all dead. He's dead. Yeah. So the sister, I think, is the only one who would have other. And she could come back it's for possible. vengeance. Yeah. Oh, I, I like that. I like... Let's keep her in the background. I think she'll come back at some point. That's possible, yeah. And come after Mando, not Grogu. Right. Yeah. Oh, that that brings me to an interesting point as well. If, if Grogu is taking over so much of the show, and Pedro Pascal's upset about that, it's like... But at the same time, like, this whole season has been... Like, you didn't even know that they were still after him until he was taken. Yeah. In the tragedy. And so, everything else, people were coming after your best guard. They're coming mm-hmm. after you. It was it's heavily like, focused yeah. on him. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I, You know, they're telling a story, dude. 
and just let him tell the story. Yeah. But, I don't know. Like, see, me personally, though, like if, if I was in Star Wars, I mean, even when I was a stormtrooper that fell over the railing, <laughs> I'd be like, cool. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And these are professional actors. And I guess at some point, like, if you were, like, the star of the show, and the show is named after you, and then another character was, like, becoming super popular and You'd be like, Wait, taking over, it's like, show. hold on. Like... And maybe that, and that is your prerogative, and that's yeah. your job is to make sure that your character is important in the show. Yeah. So he's 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 the advocate for the Mando. That's true, right? Because nobody else is gonna be like, hey, we need more Mando in this episode. Yeah. Like Most everybody... people are like, let's get more Baby Yoda. Exactly. Everything he does, he just he really does kind of steal the show. He does. Really does. Well, not this episode. No, not at all. Did you miss him? Did you miss Grogu in this episode? Um, because I don't think I did. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed having a little one-off adventure. I think yeah, maybe it was, I'm more just like worried about you know whatever they were doing to him. Poor man, you know, poor uh, baby Yoda, because they're probably running tests on him. Yeah, they're probably so, harvesting his blood again. So I'm just kind of more so worried about him. Yeah. I keep I keep w- going back and forth. Like, am I okay to watch this show without Grogu in it, mm-hmm. or does he have to be in the show? Yeah, he's been in there since episode one. He has. This is the first episode he's not been in at all. There's, yeah, there hasn't been a there wasn't a single shot of him in the entire thing. Yeah, I thought maybe we'd have seen him at the end, gotten one shot. Yeah, but with we Gideon. Didn't. But yeah. no, no, they had him out of their first episode, first chapter ever to not, not have, have him. Him in a single frame. Yeah. That's and maybe curious. they're testing just to see, if you they know, can, how would people react to him not being there? Mm-hmm. Can they do it without him? Or Well, if this episode is anything to go by, I'd say yes. Oh, absolutely. Uh, this episode was incredible. Oh. I, I got to the end and it wasn't until after I realized, holy cow, Grogu wasn't in any of this. Yeah. <laughs> now, granted, we did have Mayfeld, Boba... And Ming No Wen. Yeah. Because I can't remember. Fennec Shan. Fennec Shan, thank you. Oh, yeah. I wanted to say Gore Koresh, but I just, I, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> Got him! There it is. <laughs> so, uh, so, this episode was cool. I, I didn't write as many notes this time because I was like, man, I, I love the characters in the show and how far they went this time. I don't yeah. know if I really want to go beat by beat, but. Talking about like the characters, yeah, is really fun, and and of course vehicles and things like that. Yeah, um, there's definitely the Lego set that I want in this one is definitely one of those juggernauts with a skiff speeder. Yeah, for Mando to fight. That would and be cool. The juggernaut's probably only going to have three wheels mm-hmm. in the Lego set because they'll they'll shrink it down to save some money. Right, and it's a repetitive thing. So, you know, if you buy multiples of the set, then you can build it out into the full one. Yeah. Lego likes to do that a lot with stuff. Mm. They like to uh, milk us for all of our hard-earned dollar bucks. Yeah. However, I also have to have a Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah. It is freaking beautiful armor. New, like repainted, just... It still has the dent in the, the helmet. Yes. Which is cool. Do you know where the dent is from? Yes, I do. You do? Okay. Yes. You, can, do you want to tell it? Yeah, yeah well, let's, let's share with yeah, everybody. Sure. So there's an anime, an 
animatic, that's the word I'm looking for, of Clone Wars for an episode that never made it to air. And it's where Boba was betrayed by Cad Bane at some point. And he confronts him wearing his father's armor. And Cad Bane and him have a standoff. And it's an old-time Western duel, you know, at dawn or at noon, high noon. And they shoot each other at the exact same time, and they both shoot each other in the head. Yep. But Boba's wearing Beskar. Beskar holds up. Beskar holds up. (laughs) And Cad Bane's wearing a fabric hat. (laughs) A fabric hat, which it actually shows his hat with a hole in it. Yep, because it's non-graphic, but it gets the point across. Yeah, which is cool because, just to go off on Cad Bane for a second, he was a very terrifying bounty hunter. He was the best. he, He was the best. And so to have that showdown was just kind of, you know, to imagine, you know, how it would have gone down. Yeah. So cool. I, I don't think Boba was quite ready in the Clone Wars for that to happen. I think so. I agree. Um, now, I think I saw Cad Bane in the Bad Batch trailer. Did you? Uh, in one of the scenes. We so might I have to watch out over the whole I thing, know, so we may have so to, that. yeah. We'll have to sit down. Maybe after this, we'll, we'll in like a bonus episode, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll watch the trailers and, yeah. and do commentary. That's fine. Ben, me. we are recording. <laughs> ben standing right in front of the camera. He's our special guest. He's our special guest, Ben. Ben, <laughs> did you like this episode? Back of his head. Did you notice baby Yoda being absent? Or did you just get through the episode and... Like, that was awesome. Yeah, just kind of going along with it. <laughs> um, uh, Cara Dune. Cara Cynthia Dune. I saw her full name in print oh, yeah. recently, and I'm like, oh, Cara Cynthia. That's, that's kind of a nice name. Yeah, it <laughs> is. If okay. I have another kid, I'll, I'll name it that. I'm not having another kid. Cara Cynthia Dune, huh? Yeah, it's kind of nice. It, it, it makes it, it's a lot more soft. Yeah. It, it feels a lot. A lot more like what a parent would name their kid. Yeah. In even today's world. Yeah. Which I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are Kara Cynthia's already. I'm sure there are, yeah. Um, there are Anakin's, so... She hated Mayfeld when she picked him up. Yeah, she did. Holy cow. Oh, uh, I gotta show you. Ben, grab that book and hand it to me. So, having all the art of books, yeah. I am seeing constant reminders of these art of books. Look at that. Oh. Doesn't that look exactly like the the planet we start off on? Oh, absolutely. It looks exactly like it. Yeah. And I'm like, what the heck? This is from The Force Awakens. This is all from The grave, Force Awakens. High grave, huh? Yep. So this is uh, page 77 of The Art of the Force Awakens for everybody listening at home. But there's a picture of a Thai graveyard, and it looks just like the one from the from the show. It's so cool they tie in stuff like that. Oh, just... man, I love it. you you got to think that people are going through these things going, Hey, we could have that in an episode. I'm just going to keep that in the back of my mind. Yeah, really. It's cool because like, <laughs> we, I watch it because I haven't seen any of the art stuff. Yeah. I watch it. I'm like, wow, this is so cool how they come up with this. It's like, really? <laughs> we're just looking at the book and we're like, can we put that in? I'm like, yeah, we can put that in. <laughs> hey, we need some sort of a garbage junk planet that they're decommissioning. Things. Like, how about like, page 77? How about decommissioning star, star just looking like TIE fighters. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Perfect. That sounds great to me. <laughs> oh, man, there's so many things. That's Even so the, cool. the new TIE fighter, the TIE Outland. The Folding Wings TIE Fighter? Mm-hmm. It was in this. Actually, as a matter of fact, I think I almost stumbled on the page for a second. No. So cool. <laughs> I thought I did. I wanted to show you that because I was yeah, so excited. Yeah, that's so cool. I actually spent more time looking for that than I did writing notes for the episode because <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited. Um, 
Oh, we do see the AT-AT cranes again. Yes, we do. On that planet as well. see a couple of them. And uh, Cara Dune comes up, and man, I thought for sure that it was a K2SO droid. So did I. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm like, did they reprogram like another K2SO? I'm so excited. And yeah. then it shows the front, and it's it's the same security droids uh, from the prison ship. So it's like, the New uh, Republic security. Lame. Yeah, that was pretty lame. Missed opportunity was, there. It totally so it's obviously an adaptation of the K2SO security yes. droids, these yeah. guys. They look about the same height mm-hmm. as well. And then they have everything the same except the heads. And I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. why wouldn't you keep the heads? But just imagine, you know, hmm. Alan Tudyk's voice. And it's K2 as you're like, I see. Oh, please tell me that they actually did get him to do the voice of all the security droids. Oh, that would have been awesome. Oh, that would be so fun. I mean, fun. they got uh, Tamora Morrison to do all the clones, right? Yes. Oh, three. my gosh. Oh, we got to talk about that, too. There's there's a hidden joke in the yes, show. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Of course. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, we, we're gonna have to get we'll there. We'll get there. But you know what? Maybe we will just go through it scene by scene because you know what? It's a great. It was show. awesome. It was. Because then, so she gets Mayfeld, remands him to your custody, uh, prisoner three six four four seven or something yeah. like that. Um, three four six six seven. Messed messed it up. I don't know the significance of that number at all. If it's significant. Yeah, I don't... There's probably a Star Wars reference somewhere, but... Oh, I actually wrote it down. <laughs> there it is. Three, four, six, six, seven. Um, and so Migs Mayfeld, he gets released, but he's putting up a foot. He's you know, he's, super he wary. He has no idea like, what he's doing. It's common courtesy to tell someone where you're taking them. Yeah, well, he's, he's afraid he's going to get killed. Oh, I'm sure he... Yeah. Because <laughs> sure, the New Republic is here, but this, this lady... He recognizes her. He knows what she did. Yeah. She's got the stripes on her arm and the uh, teardrop the rebel teardrop tattoo. Rebel. It's like, uh, this lady killed people for yeah. a living and killed people Imperials. Like me. <laughs> and Imperials. I am an ex-Imperial. Oh, crud. Come and on. She did not come nice. Oh, you know, she she, she showed up. Like, Gosh. if I say something wrong, she might turn on me and blast me. Oh, 100%. He, he talks his way out of a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's a fast talker, Mayfeld, which he owns. He owns that he's a fast talker. Yeah, he does. And I, I like that. I, yeah. I really do. So he, he goes to the ship and Bova comes out in his brand new arm. They don't even reference it. No. It just shows up on the screen and I just go, it's like everything in the show. All the time. Like when Slave One showed up, it's just, oh, 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 oh. And yeah. they don't. They don't throw it in your face. They're just like, oh, yeah, that's it. That's oh, yeah, too. he's, he's like, got new ar- nicer armor. He painted yeah. his armor. Now, I started to wonder, why would he paint his armor now? Why was it so dingy in Empire Strikes Back and stuff? But uh, if you saw it on Cobb Vanth, it's really beat up. Yeah. Like, it's, it doesn't Maybe have Maybe it's, uh, you know, just to reclaim it. You know, now it's, you know, I'm going to spiff it out to make it look. Yeah, repaint the... Uh, the crest on the side. Oh, yeah. Dude. Oh, what is that? That's not a crate Dragon. I believe it is. Is it? I want to say that's uh, what they said it okay. was. Okay. Crate Dragon. It's his symbol. Okay. His, his, uh, And it's not just his. his. It's not just his, though. It's actually, the Mandalorians use it all the time. Because Boba has, or, uh, Mando it's has a, a ne- necklace. Din yeah, Jarman and it's at the, the top of the, uh, armors. Yeah. Walking in, there's, so mm-hmm. it's just, maybe just a sign of, uh, the power, because crate dragons are incredibly powerful. That's true. That's good. Like so that. it's just hmm. so because he belongs to no, he has no allegiance to anything. He just 
It's like, I'm just going to have a crate Dragon, because they're cool. They're cool. <laughs> it's like, like, you see people getting a tattoo of a crate Dragon, the crate Dragon skull. It's like, haha, yeah, because I'm cool. Cause it's I'm like cool. some 300-pound dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, you're not that cool. Yeah, yeah, not that cool. <laughs> tattoo? Cool. Now, Boba? Yeah. He is cool. He, he and is his cool. armor is so beautiful. It is. Uh, and looking around at my uh, my Lego figures that I have of him, though, that's a new color. Is it? It is. Because, I mean, I look over at this guy here, and that's definitely more like a sand green. Yeah, his on was his a armor. deep green. It's a deep, dark forest yeah, green now. It is. And I love it. Oh, so <laughs> it beautiful. so gorgeous. <laughs> oh, so that's just thrown in there. Just oh, yeah. Willy nilly. Just, oh, no, yeah, by the way, but no talk or anything about it either. No just, one says a word. So he's got new armor and moving on. You're like, wait, can we go back to that? I just yeah, want to look I at him. Watch him. Yeah. And he turns around. He's got the beautiful red and yellow Mandalorian patch, which yeah. is so gorgeous. Uh, and Mayfield freaks out when he sees him uh-huh. and then notices that, oh, this is a different colored armor. I don't think this is the guy. <laughs> Sorry. Thought you were someone else. <laughs> uh, right on cue. Comedic timing. <laughs> Mando walks out. And yep. he's just like, ah. Oh, Mayfeld is terrified. Oh, yeah. And the first thing he says, like, so you're going to kill me? Because, <laughs> I mean, his shackle fell off when yeah. Caradun took him as well. So he's like, I am really hosed. Yeah, I don't <laughs> There's have... Nobody is watching me, and I'm just being escorted away. Uh-huh. This is not a good sign. To the person who put me here. Yep. And, uh... Well, he betrayed Mando. Yes, he did. So he fully expects to be betrayed and yeah. to be killed. Like, Mandalorians don't take prisoners, man. No, they don't. That's Revenge. Here yeah. it comes. And uh, he says, nope. Uh, we came after you because you're Imperial. He doesn't take too kindly to that. No. No, he doesn't. And repeatedly throughout the episode, they accuse him of, of being an Imperial. And he really isn't happy. Which I wouldn't be either. No. Um, but they get on the ship. We get to see the inside of Boba's oh. ship. Oh my gosh, that was so great. Yeah, my wife just laughed at me though the whole time. Really? Anytime Slave One comes into the screen, and you know I giggle like a happy pixie. <laughs> she just laughs at me because she's like, "You're such a child." And I'm like, "Yeah, but it's Slave One." Yeah, but it's it's the ship. This is it's... the ship. Come on, we're watching it move inside. And oh my I'm gosh, just geeking I, out. Oh man. Well, yeah. Now, yeah. Now I want to build like an entire set, a, a Lego set that has that full interior on the <sighs> inside, which there's no way to actually do, but I still want to do it. Oh, but it's just such a beautiful shape. Oh man, it's gorgeous. And then we get a surprise, uh, Bubba without his helmet. Yeah. Just in the middle, like I'm just, I'm just blown away. <laughs> he comes out, and I immediately fall completely in love with Tamara Morrison again. Uh huh. He's like so. <laughs> So is this the facility you were talking about? So Mayfield so leads him cool. to a new planet. Yes. Uh, Morag. Morag. Man, and Morag is, is the planet from Guardians of the, of the Galaxy from the very first show. The Power Stone is. <laughs> that they go back to for Endgame. Yes. And, That's what and I I'm sitting there like, heard it. Morag. That was a poor choice. Yeah. <laughs> the first time like, I heard hey. it, I'm like, Really? Really? So I was like, man, it's lazy writing. Couldn't have come up. We just changed, changed one, one letter, letter, huh? Yeah, exactly. That's what they're doing over there, just being lazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it, did somebody bring that up at some point? You guys realize that's the same planet that they used in Marvel? 
Or do you think the Star Wars is just a bubble that they'll say? No, they're probably a bubble. No, they don't. Nah, no one will confuse it. It's fine. It's fine. It's Star Wars. Star Wars people don't like Marvel. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, except we do. So there's an Imperial refinery refining Rhydonium, which is so much fun. I love seeing Rhydonium. It's a blast, really. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Is that the material that was on the droids episodes? At the end, that Gregor got caught up in and exploded. Is that right, Donnie? So. Ben's giving Maybe me the thumbs a, up, and Ben is our resident expert. Yeah, in Star he Wars. is the Star Wars expert. <laughs> so yeah, it, it is. Ben says it is, so it is. All right, so it's highly volatile. Yes. Uh, it's unstable and highly volatile, <laughs> like this one, right? Am I right? <laughs> Reminds you of uh, coaxium. <laughs> ah, oh yeah. Which is also. Highly unstable and volatile. Yes. It's like every fuel source in Star Wars is highly yeah. unstable and volatile. Yeah, it really is. It just... But, I mean, they do have hyperdrives and super efficient engines, so, I, yeah, it follows. Yeah, it, it makes sense. It's fine. And then they have a magical energy that is completely unable to run out. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy. Um, so they, they go to Morak, they find the thing, they land slave one, and they start talking about how they're going to infiltrate. And the problem is, Mayfeld says that they're going to have scanners. It's run by ISB. Uh, do you remember what ISB stands for? Um, it's, um... It's like the KGB, right? It's like the it's, CIA. It's, kind of yeah, stuff. it, um, I just forgot his name. On Rebels... He's an ISB officer. Oh, uh, the, the turncoat guy? Yes. Ben, what's his name? What's his name? I just Helmet, forgot. sideburns. Bad guy, turns good Callus? later. Callus! Callus. Thank you. Agent Callus is an ISB officer. Okay. So, yeah, it's so, kind of like the investigators of the Empire. They're the... Internal affairs, internal affairs but also the, more yeah. like the secret police. Yes. There we go. That, yeah, yeah secret police. So it's run by the secret police, so they have an internal documentation of everything that, that happens and yeah. and who people are, and they do scans of your DNA, and if it pops up on any of their databases, you're in trouble. Yep. So Cara Dune at first is like, oh, well, I'll go with, with uh, Mayfeld. Mix, with Mayfeld. And he says, no way, you're a rebel dropdrooper. As soon as we show up, we're dead. Yeah. And then they say, oh, well, what a... Okay, so you'll go with Fennec. And Fennec's like, uh, ISB kind of wants me too. I'm kind of wanted by them. Now, it's interesting because I wonder... Because she worked for the Empire, right? I don't know if she did. Yeah, they mentioned that she worked for the Empire, but the Empire's gone now. And so she's being hunted down because she worked for them. Now... ISB is technically a different division, so she may have worked for individual warlords and stuff, yeah. taking out targets and being an assassin, but the ISB would have not liked her. No. Be, just like they don't like bounty hunters. Nope. We don't need that, that scum. <laughs> Careful you say that, too. <laughs> Quiet, Bosk. Um, Bosk. <laughs> Whatever happened to Bosk? I'd love to see him show up. Can you imagine him and Boba just like meeting up? And or Bo- Boba's like, we're going to fight. He's like, oh, I-, I have a friend. And Bosk shows up. 
I'm not gonna lie, I'd be pretty freaking happy with that. The thing is, like, <laughs> yeah, Bosk is. Can a we lot just like turn this into bounty hunter show? Yeah, Bosk. You don't know much about him. Nope. In fact, you you don't know very much at all, apart from the TV series. Right. Apart right. from the TV series, you only see him in really that shot. But still, he looks yeah. awesome. He is awesome. And then awesome. in the TV series, you get to know him a little bit, and you find out, you know, he's a Trandoshan. Oh you discover kind of how crazy those guys are and how mm-hmm. strong they are. They fight Wookiees, which, you know, Wookiees were known to be like the end all. They rip your arms out of sockets, and yeah. Trandoshans actually would hunt Wookiees, which. Yeah, no, there was a huge rivalry between the yeah. Trandoshans and Wookiees. And then the new book, which we probably should eventually look at and do, um, the From a Certain Point of View for Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. there's a story with Bosk. With Bosk? Yes. Nice. I think you're going to get that book. I'm reading uh, the, the, <laughs> the fourth one, and I'm I'm stuck on this one story. The it's, fourth one? Yeah. The, uh, Episode Hope, four? Yeah. Oh, okay. New Hopes. Gotcha. From a certain point of view. The first book. I okay. Ooh. But the the story I'm on, I'm, I don't even know where it is in the movie. I'm so confused as to what's happening. Oh. So... I might oh, just okay. skip that one just because it's so... All the others have been really interesting. I, I've heard that there are a few of them inside these books that everybody, every single person I've heard review it says, I didn't like some of these stories, but some mm-hmm. of them I liked. And, and they kind of mismatch, you know. Some people like ones that other people hated. Yeah. But. I'm thinking, of, at least from what I've been kind of seeing, is a lot of them are from the shot from when Luke enters the cantina, all the characters that you see there, a lot of them get their story in oh, from wow. a certain point of view. So, what about Panda Baba? Does he get his story? Not yet. I haven't seen his yet, I don't think. But the Bith. The Bith. Oh, what's a Bith? Which I'm pretty sure they're the ones with the little... Um, oh, what do you uh... Yeah, 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 yeah. looking... Yeah. Not barely. They've got, like, beady eyes. Um, yeah. A little... Sn- like, I don't even know what to call that. It's, uh... Their mouth is just a little, a little thing. Is it a proboscis? I, I, I'm <laughs> sure those are bit. I should have looked that up, really. You know, I have a Bith minifigure. I'm just looking through my stuff real quick to see if I've got him, but I think, I think these are all other things. But he is currently the story I'm thinking, and so I, I'm guessing it's that one shot that you see of him in the back corner. It's going to tie in at some point in the story, but I'm not there yet. Gotcha. So I'm confused, but. Anyway, point is, Bosk, <laughs> Bosk would be really cool to be brought in. Yes, <laughs> Or even right. a Trandoshan. I mean, the the game wrote, um, squads, Squadrons? Squadrons, yeah. Has a, uh, a yes, Trandoshan. Yes, they, they do have a Trandoshan a, on the a side. A light side Trandoshan, which are... Yes, very rare. From what we've seen, they're not common. No, 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 no. They definitely are a totally new thing that we haven't yeah. seen before. He was a completely cool. different color of than Bosk, which is kind of cool. He was white. But yeah. anyway, what, what so, I'm saying is Bosk is like yeah, other bounty hunters. They're just the really cool. Hunters. They're so, really good on bounty hunters. They make yeah. them all look pretty cool. Cad Bane, yeah, Bosk. IG-88. IG-88. Even Dengar. Dengar. He's Zuckus probably, and Forlom. I think Dengar is maybe the least interesting one. <laughs> but, you know, R.S. Singh... They're oh, all pretty yeah. cool. She's pretty cool too. They're all yeah. Cool. That's true. Yeah, bounty hunters are all pretty pretty awesome, except maybe Greedo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, rest him. I don't mean to speak ill of the dead. Uh, McClunky be with you. McClunky be with uh, 
<laughs> so, so they're talking through. They're trying to. They're trying to decide who's going to go. And Mando can go because Mayfeld's like, oh, I don't, I'm a fast talker, but I can't fast talk my way around a Mandalorian coming in with me. Yeah. Um, but before before even that, they ask Boba, well, yeah, like, can Hey, can you know? get in there? And he's, it's like, uh, you might say they'll recognize my face. <laughs> Let's just say they might recognize my face. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know that not a single person in story in the show, none of them have any clue what he's talking about. What he's talking about. Oh yeah. But the rest of us sit there and we laugh so hard because Boba Fett looks exactly like every single clone trooper that ever existed. Because he is a clone. <laughs> They're all clones of Django and I honestly I didn't even get it the first time. Really? I the first time I'm like they might reckon, let's just say they might recognize my face. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. So yeah, he's had run-ins with him before. That makes sense. <laughs> and I'm, and then afterwards I go, the second time through, I'm go, oh my gosh, it's because he was all the clones. Yeah, they would uh, definitely recognize So he face. walks in and they go, what's this clone doing here? Yep. <laughs> um, it would, that actually would be interesting though, to see Boba go yeah, in somewhere yeah. and be like, hey, what, what are you doing here, clone? He's like, I'm no clone. He's like, yes, you are. Oh, no, he probably knows. That's why he said that. Yeah. That's probably why yeah. he said that. They might recognize him. Because he, he met, he was uh, on... He was on Camino. Well, yeah, he was on... He lived right there for him. how long? Yeah. So Most of his life, because Django went there and got Boba as a payment for what he was doing. So yeah. he's, he goes regularly there. Apart from his payment, which is considerable. He had only one other requirement. An unaltered clone. At least age-wise. They did not mess with his aging. Didn't mess with his aging. I doubt they messed with his mind either. No. I doubt he had a Jango chip. Jango would have wanted him free. Yeah. An inhibitor chip, which we'll get into. Yeah, eventually. We'll eventually get we'll, we'll get, get into the inhibitor chips. So Mando says eventually that he's going to go, but he's not going to show his face. Yes. And because Mayfeld said he can show his face and it should be fine. But they don't want Mayfeld going by himself because if he goes in by himself, he'll just turn him in and he'll be a hero. Yep. So they don't trust Mayfeld. Nope. But yeah, so Mando decides to go in, and he dresses up as as a juggernaut pilot. Yeah. Co-pilot. That's his designation. (laughs) That's his name, huh? Yeah. Juggernaut. Co-pilot. (laughs) Co-pilot. And. It looks funny, and Mayfeld totally funny. just lays into it. Oh my heck! Like, how does this he feel? This must feel weird to you, huh? Think of what Ma- think of what Mandalore would <laughs> think of you doing this. Man. <laughs> oh man! Oh the shame he the says shame, when he comes yeah, in. He just... Did you recognize him by his walk? I did. Yeah, I did. But he I also like a Mandalorian. He does. He didn't change the way that he acted, no. his mannerisms or anything. And Mayfeld, uh, Cara Dune is actually the one who takes out the drivers, which is cool. Mm-hmm. The drivers, I think, are the same guys that we see in the uh, tanks on in Rogue One, I think. Ben, were you see if oh. there's, a, there's a guy inside the tank? Yeah. Uh, the, the, the helmets look the same as the tanks from Rogue One. They look really similar. Here. Oh yeah, for sure. Yep. So 
it was really fun to see those repurposed because as soon as they came on the screen, I'm like, oh my gosh, those are the Rogue One tank drivers. Yeah. Yep, totally is. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. And uh, so they get in them, um, and then <laughs> Mayfield has his monologue. I loved his monologue. Did you? I did. Me too. I thought it was really it's good. It's that whole point of view. Yep. He brings up very good, interesting points. Um, uh, you know, when they go through the village, and he's like, New Republic, Empire, it's all the same to these people. Yep, somebody is ruling and someone, someone else is being ruled. Yep. He says, it's interesting the perspective that you have. You know, someone born on Mandalore thinks one thing, you're born on Alderaan, you think something else. Both are gone. Neither one of them exists anymore. <laughs> it's Mando. And guess what? They don't Neither exist anymore. It's funny, I feel like he's like trying to get a rise out of Mando, and it's... It's just not working. Not but working, but he's, he's still trying. Yeah, he's thinking. He's, he's, Mando's still listening. Yeah, he's kind of thought-provoking. Yeah, and he, he talks about some stuff, and he's like, look at you. I mean, you we're, we're very similar, and of course, anytime a guy who's a bad guy says, hey, you and I are the same, we're the same. what does the good guy say? We're nothing, we're nothing alike. alike. And what's the truth? They're the same. Very much the same. <laughs> and so he says, look, everybody compromises their values when stuff gets hard. Look at mm-hmm. you. Look what you're doing now. You know, is it that you can't take off your helmet or you can't show your, your face? face? Which one is it? They're, they're it's different. It's a big difference. Which is it? Everyone has lines they don't cross until things get messy. Oh my gosh. That, and that was really cool because uh, that is the case. That is what happens. We yeah. see that in all kinds of movies. Even in The Dark Knight when Joker's pushing Batman to, to break his rules. Like, mm-hmm. That's all he wanted. And a lot of times the hero is the person who maintains their integrity. Yeah. Their self-integrity. Uh, and Mayfeld says that exactly in his monologue. He says, yeah. you know, if you can get throughout the day and get to sleep and actually sleep at night at the end of it, I, you did all right. You did all right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm butchering the lines for I some know, reason. Like, <laughs> I'm usually a lot more on it top of It was a good lines. monologue. It was really good. Definitely watch it. Oh, yeah. Taking them. It's thought provoking. It is. There are, there are parts that are like, eh, well, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, there's a little bit of Mayfeld that comes out in it. Oh, but, yeah. You know. But it is what it is. Um, and then they get attacked by some pirates. Yeah, they do. Now, in any other point in Star Wars, when a group of people attacks a shipment of explosives for the Empire, they're the good guys. Yes. And Mendel blows the crap out of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I really did sit there going, but they're attacking the Empire. These are the good guys. These are good guys. Yeah. Aren't they? Y- uh, yeah. <laughs> so what happened? They needed to get in. Yeah. So all the other juggernauts start blowing up. We hear it over the radio, and then we see the yeah. huge explosions in the distance. And it's like, so cool. Oh. <laughs> that was really cool. Um. And they, they, a, uh, a thing to know is sure. Rhydonium, you have to go a certain speed. If you go too fast, it'll explode. It jostles it, the vibrations yeah, it excite stay, the molecules. It has to stay um, at a certain speed so to keep it from jostling. Yeah, and you hear over the radio, one of the other juggernauts uh, that's transporting the Rhydonium uh, hits a pothole. Yeah. And Ooh. say, hey, careful, watch your, watch yourselves. 
Yep. You're uh, you're running a little hot. And I said, yeah, we just just got got in a hole. Yeah. Not a big deal. We're past it. It's like okay, right. you're good. But but there's... we see some detonated juggernauts yeah, all along the path. And I uh, made felt starts to get nervous. He's like very nervous. We're gonna be okay, right? We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna make it through this. And then all of the juggernauts start blowing up. <laughs> it's like, oh no, what's happening? Did you suspect pirates or saboteurs? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I suspected here. someone. And I actually suspected like rebels or something. More um, guaranteed good guys. Yeah. But like, if uh, the story writers, I'm sure, were sitting there like, wait, no, but Mando's going to have to kill these guys. We can't have him be more good guys. Yeah, you can't kill good guys. It's well, do we have enough? Time for him to talk to them and like, get over mm, it. Not we really. can make them pirates. How about that? Oh, pirates! Pirates are bad. Everybody hates, yeah, pirates. hates pirates. Pirates are always the bad guys. Yeah. You know, except for the Mandalorians that we saw a couple episodes ago that were called pirates and they were attacking the Empire. Yeah. Those were good guys. They're different. But they're different pirates. They're Mandalorian. <laughs> oh my gosh! I really did have a problem with that. Yeah. With Mando killing all those guys, I'm like, these guys were probably freedom guys. fighters. Trying yeah. to they weren't trying to steal the Rhydonium. Trying to get rid They're of it. They're trying to blow it up. They're yeah. trying to stop the Empire. They know what destruction it can cause. It's their planet. So yeah. they're trying to stop it. Probably. We see a village of humans, but then we see these guys as well. They almost look like sassy tin. They've got they've got the little little cheek things coming oh, yeah. down. But his his are more pronounced. They're more like horns. Yeah. So, oh yeah, no, his, his, yeah, his are full defined horns. They're not like little no, fleshy things just, like these guys. Yeah. Oh man, I did. They seemed like, I, I, did they seem like the ones from chapter four? Which the ones are those? Pirates on chapter four. That's where we first meet Cara Dune. The people attacking the village there. Were they the same oh. species as them? I thought they were. Oh, we might have to check that out. Oh, that's possible. Maybe. Because that would also help the viewer be like oh we know these people we've already seen them before they're bad guys yeah okay so it's like maybe they're a rival uh power on the planet maybe and they want to destroy the empire to take over they did take over uh you know an atst on in chapter four if it's the same right. people um yeah and you know the maybe they episode. stole it from the empire and they are just you know rivals yeah. trying to but they know they can't get the rhydonium so they just blow it up yeah okay that's possible so I think it's them. Hmm. We'll have to check it out. Yeah, that's interesting. I hadn't thought of that. Those guys were kind of covered by a bunch of. We saw the one guy, stuff. like the chief, the warlord. He. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saw his face. That'd be interesting. So. Well, they get attacked, and Mando, of course, being Mando, goes to fight. Waste them. <laughs> yeah, I did like though how he he fought as if he had his Beskar on. Yeah, he did. He did kept taking hits. Him. <laughs> it, it, the armor was horrible. It was. In fact, Mayfeld even talked about that when they're driving. He's like, why don't you take the helmet off? You know, it's so much better. I can you see just, better. You can't you even breathe. see in that thing. I can breathe. Keep trying to get him to take the helmet off. And he still fights those guys and takes them all out. And so that proves that under the right training, even with horrible armor, you can still beat up a bunch of people. Yeah, no, you, the armor definitely has value. And I'll, I've listened to some stuff about the armor, the plastoid armor that they use. And even though it seems like it doesn't hold up very well, it's really just the direct shots. Mm. Like, and it has to be military grade. Like, stormtroopers are right. are more peacekeepers. Like, if you think uh, Hunger Games, 
Yeah. Like the those guys, they were designed to look like the stormtroopers because the stormtroopers really weren't there to fight a war. They were there to Keep quell peace. rebellions mm-hmm. and to be a symbol of might. And so they weren't really expected to be in a big battle and right. take a lot of hits. They were meant to be fighting against people throwing rocks. And, yeah. Uh, oh, wait. I guess they did fight Ewoks. Yeah, they didn't they hold did up against, against those. That. They didn't hold up against rocks either. I don't know. <laughs> uh, that was a good thought. Either way. <laughs> well, they were just a symbol of might. They weren't really designed for for super big battles. Yeah. But But these guys, they come in with nothing but... Some sticks and thermal detonators. Yeah. And they, they even plant one, but Mando's able to pick it up and throw it back and yeah. blow the crud out of them, which is great. And uh, so they get all the way there, and this is the part where I felt really bad and I felt very confused about my life. Is when the TIE Fighters show up uh-huh. and blow up the pirates, and I go, yeah! Wait, what? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh no, I just and cheered the Empire. <laughs> you have all the Stormtroopers and all the Empire cheering them as they go by. Oh, and the Shore Troopers, also from yeah, World War Shore Troopers. Did you like that? Yeah, I like that. Oh like, man, I love... There's so many of them, too. Like, Shore Troopers. I need I need those guys. I need a giant Lego battle pack with, yeah, with uh, the Empire Shore Troopers versus the Pirates, you know? Yeah. Oh. oh. Think about, you know, you're, they're <laughs> infiltrating and the opposing team is cheering them on and they have to just play it cool. Yeah, and everybody's high-fiving them and Good job. giving them a pat on the back, you saluting. Oh, man, all the short troopers and stormtroopers salute them as they go by. And I'm like, oh, my god. It's funny, like, to me, I guess because I'm on the outside, I would have been like, that would have been an instant red flag. Like, we're not that good. Who are these people? <laughs> like, we're, we're <laughs> wait a minute, we suck. We suck. How do you guys There's, get how they, Okay, this is you know red flag for at least for me. Like red flag, <laughs> we're oh just gosh. not that talented. <laughs> He's got to be something else. Oh man, uh, that's that's a very good point. They did. They were the ones. Although this is how officers get made. You know, that's true. Is they're they're not really the best. They're the ones who survive. Yeah. And however they survive, they're the ones who get to move up in the ranks. Yes. <laughs> so they get there. They're being high fived. And man, I saw all these these guys that are just in mining outfits and stuff. Man, mm-hmm. I felt so bad for them. Like, yeah, you guys are the bad guys, but you don't even know. No. Like, I mean, that's what they told us at the brainwashing. <laughs> it's called orientation. It's orientation. Oh man, I, I I really felt bad for him. Yeah. Especially because they were so happy, and so relieved that they the guys got there. I knew they were all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't have this much celebration and uh, and be the bad yeah. guys and have no repercussions. Yeah. It's... Oh man. So I well, coming. It, what's funny is it it kind of starts to make you think, and later in the episode too. Mm-hmm. The Empire is painted as this horrible thing, which in the most part it, it is. The tyranny right, of the right. Empire yeah, is yeah, yeah. bad. But those people and you know, later, which we'll talk about about Mayfeld, they there are people who are just people. They're not these mm-hmm. horrible there are some, which we'll also talk about, which oh, yeah. very Mr. perfectly Valen Hess. They perfectly embody <laughs> why the Empire is bad. Yes. And then there are others who it's they're it's kind of it's just a job it's it's yeah what they were told to join or it's how they have you know they make a living and And 
And I, from what I understand, is that's what happened a lot during all the different world wars as well. Yeah. Um, what was it? In Captain America, they, uh, the guy says it. Um, the scientist says it to Steve Rogers. He says, a lot of people forget that the first country that the Nazis invaded was, was, their, was own. their own. Yeah. And it's like, oh, wow. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Like, yeah. Not everybody voted yeah. for Hitler to be the Supreme Chancellor. Exactly. So some of those people cheering, they're just doing their job. Yeah. Which kind of makes you maybe, you know, you feel sad, feel kind of, you, I pity them. Yeah. They're, because they're just. They're just cogs. They're just pawns. Yeah. They and don't that, even realize it. And that is a huge theme, uh, especially talking about the first three episodes of The Mandalorian, which we're going to talk about in a bit. Uh-huh. Um, the cheapness of life yep. in Star Wars. How expendable all life is in yeah. Star Wars. Uh, we see the heroes and we see the big bad guys and stuff and how they live forever and you can't kill them and Maul comes back and Mace comes back. <laughs> okay, we don't know Mace comes back, but... <laughs> we know he's alive. We know but... he's alive. But it, it, we just, we go through all these things and these characters that we know and love are, are so, they just live. Yeah. Like, no matter what. But in reality, you look around them and everyone around them is dying. Yeah. Like constantly people just I mean, look die. At, look at episode nine. As mm-hmm. Kylo Ren's busting through, what is it, Mustafar. Yeah. All of the stormtroopers died in that attack. Yeah. It was just him. Yep. That's all that was left. And it's like... You know, because he's the main just... villain or... Exactly. One of the special characters. He's not yeah. the... the but, yeah. The, fodder. Yeah. But they just throw him away. And yeah. it's been that way since the beginning. Mm-hmm. The very openings of Star Wars is a hallway scene. And oh. we see stormtroopers and rebels... And every single one of those rebels is killed, as along with a half dozen stormtroopers, nameless, and, unknown, just and they just die. Yeah. And some of these guys are people that fought in the Battle of Scarif. Yeah, that were on the ship on the Battle of Scarif. Uh huh. And were heroes already, and just get cut down on both sides. And it's it, it's it's very scary to think how casually they just slaughter all life. Yeah. Except for the the few that we care about and we follow, it's really sad. Uh, yeah. That's one of the reasons I liked Rogue One is it, it gave a name to these people who died. Yeah. Uh, even then, we still had nameless characters. Tons of nameless that characters that were killed in Rogue One. Yeah. And we just move on. And we just. That's okay. You know, it's, it, it's setting the scene. It's. it's <sighs> anyway, the that's point. just that's a side thing. Yeah. It, it's something that comes up in Star Wars a lot. Without being ever addressed. Like, the, oh, the the moment when I had an issue with it was in Clone Wars. Yeah. As they killed off clones. I thought, yes. is it really necessary to kill them? You know, with no explanation. And I think that's where I was. I was like, uh, I don't know if I really like just that disregard for life. You know, yeah, it's just, you may argue it's just a clone. It's, um, yeah, but it's, it's a... here to set. But it's like, it's a... A person. Well, it's, I, it's... We're talking about this, and I, can, I can't I can help but think of the Embaran episodes with Ponkrell. Yeah. And Rex confronts him and says, We didn't lose... We, no, we didn't lose clones. We lost men. Men. Not clones. It's like, oh, gosh. Yeah. And that's really what we're meant to feel. It's, I yeah. think that's what George Lucas really wanted to do with the Clone Wars. He wanted to say, look, yeah, these are clones. Yeah, they're they're 
designed to be expendable, but oh man, the morality of that is just yeah. appalling. Which I mean makes me Which, think of episode three uh-huh. when uh, one of the, the clones is stuck. He's calling for help, and Anakin says he's going to go help him. And Obi Wan says they're, they're doing, doing their, their job, job, so we can do ours. And that job is to die. Yeah. To get their the job is big to be the distraction. Through. Their job is to be, to yeah, to die and so, it, to allow something further to move on. And uh, I hate to say it, but the Separatists are the ones who became the rebels. Yeah. In the end, the Separatists are the rebels, and the Galactic Republic with the Jedi. Becomes the Empire. We're the Empire of sorts, yeah. <laughs> as much as we root for them. If we're going to get crap for that. Uh, <laughs> we're going to get crap for We're not that. political. No. Well, just in Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars that's politics. true. We're only Star Wars. But they, yeah, they become, they, it becomes the bad guy. And it's, it's true, though. Think about it. The Separatists said there's something wrong with our system. We need to change it. We need to do something different. And the Galactic Republic said, no, this is how we do it. So they did. They became the rebels and said, let's try something else. And they got, you know, they fought for it. Yep. And we they were manipulated. Them, yeah. Both they sides were, were manipulated were. by, by Sidious and, and I mean, Dooku. Yeah, we're going way off, but I, oh, yeah, loved, I don't even know where we are in the I know, episode right? anymore. <laughs> I love the episode in Clone Wars where Ahsoka goes to a Separatist planet. And she meets yes. people who are separatists, who aren't horrible people who just want to, you know. Mina Bonteri. Mina Bonteri and Lux Bonteri. Yes. Her oh, son. Lux, yes. I guess boys are the same and yeah, you know, throughout all the totally galaxy. Totally just checks Ahsoka out. Yeah, I like, never thought of Ahsoka as an attractive person until that until episode. Until Lux checked and her I'm out like, and like, huh. oh, she is cute. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but it was amazing to see you know it's that whole we're looking at the other perspective you know and she is able to understand that just because they're separatists doesn't mean they're bad people no they had a different view of what they wanted i mean they did see dooku as a liberator and stuff well and that's because he was hiding his dual he nature. was and hey maybe that is what we're going through today yeah. how polarized everything is in the world yeah, today exactly and- and how we can't see each other as people anymore. Mm-hmm. But that's the problem, right? But I mean, isn't that that's what makes it easier to hate to kill them and to kill and them? To hate them. Yep. It's you are your beliefs are different than mine, which means you are evil. Right. Which is exactly how it was between the separatists and the Galactic Republic yeah, and the and Empire <laughs> and the rebels. Yes. And now it's oh man, but I would the one perspective I think is missing from Star Wars is. The good person who is an Imperial. Yeah. Because they all go to the Rebellion. They do. They all go to the Rebellion. And I want to see somebody who tried to fix from the inside, like the Bonteris. Yeah. That were like, you know what? This war is costly. And it is costing more than just money. It is costing our dignity and our integrity. Yeah. And we need to stop it. And unfortunately, the people which, in power end up assassinating them. They do, which is the the sad part. Because they yeah. want you to make... They want to make sure you're like, hey, Empire is bad. Yep. When it's, it's, uh, that's the thing. I was ca- kind of disappointed with Battlefront 2 mm-hmm. when Iden Versio, who starts out as the Empire, like three missions, you know, three levels later, she's with the Rebellion. And I was really hoping that we could have sat on the Empire side and seen what, what is it like, you know, for someone who maybe on the Empire wants to change things. But that, I think, because. 
the that doesn't happen because the high ups in the empire are the ones who are like the officer that we see in this this episode. They yes. are they tyrannical. Are they are evil, and they do yeah. want to inflict their will upon people, not in a good way. And yeah. so those who are like, this is this is a problem, move to those who are more up for liberation and for freedom, and that's why they all move, because if you don't move, you get executed, because... Because they'll find you out. Exactly. To blindly follow what the Empire is doing, you can think, this doesn't feel right, because yeah. the way they go about it isn't... Um, yeah. That's a good Maybe point. The best way. My uh, my Batman and Star Wars that I was working on, uh, I always imagined him as an imperial, as somewhat of a loyalist. Um, he's just a regular person, and he doesn't join the rebellion because he has been conditioned to think of them as the bad guys, mm, because they are trying to overthrow the legitimate government. Yeah, with for his perspective, and I thought I thought that would be a very interesting thing. I, I really want a character to not join the rebellion, even though they may have problems with the empire. Okay. I, I want to see someone and the decisions they have to make, and possibly even the justifications they have to bring about to yeah. stay in there. But uh, coming back to the episode, yeah, Mayfeld was... definitely doesn't have those qualms when they get there. No. They go in, he finds the officer's mess, and when he's about to go in, he sees, uh, Valen Hess. An imperial officer. I don't remember his uh, his rank. I don't. Th- I don't even think they say it. I'm sure some big Star Wars nerd out there will will know what kind of lieutenant he is or something. Yeah, but they never they never say it in the show, as far as I can tell. Right. But Valen Hess is there, who used to be Miggs Mayfeld's commanding officer. Yes. Now he was just a field operative, so the chances of this guy remembering him aren't great. But there's a chance. But there's still a chance, and it's not a chance that Mayfield's willing to take because no. if he does recognize him, it's death. Yep. Immediate. Instant death. He'll pull his <laughs> gun on him and kill him right there. Yep. <laughs> if he can hit him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Officer blasters and all. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we're still we're still uh, partially through the episode, but we're we're coming up on an hour mark. Do we want to? Cut it off right here, yeah, and yeah, that's... we'll kind of move into the. We'll we'll record a, a second episode to continue yeah. this. Yeah, we kind of made the decision last time that we were gonna uh, slow down the episodes a little bit because these episodes are getting so packed, mm-hmm. and the last podcast is like two hours long. And yeah. we're like, well, let's split that up a little bit because yeah. <laughs> we if we're gonna record a two hour episode, we can't record. Two, epi- two episodes and bonus content each day. Exactly. So we're going to go ahead and cut it off here. Uh, but we're going to jump into the real meat of the episode in just a minute. Uh, hopefully, I think I'll be releasing the episodes back to back from day to day. <laughs> That's the plan anyway. Yeah, we'll see if that we'll follows see. through. But, yes. uh, but if you are struggling raising your own nerds, remember that this is the way. Until next time. Okay, so what's the what's the next thing? What's the next big? What what's it better than this next time? What uh, 